All right, on with the show. Well, hey, everyone, and welcome to the Jeep Life Podcast, proudly presented by Armalite, the toughest flooring on the trail. And if you need Armalite in your system, go there. Go to GoArmalite.com. Mm-hmm. Put in Jeep Life Podcast 10 for 10% off of a complete system. And just tell them Jeep and Terry and Brega Billy sent you. Yep. Um, that won't get you anything extra. Nope. But... Um, Matter, matter of fact, it might get some drawings on the inside of a box <laughs> that they send to you or something. Um, but no, go over that. And man, it'll definitely get you a sticker inside the box. 100%. <laughs> 100. Not one of ours, one of theirs. One of theirs. Wait, can we get one of ours in their box? Oh. I will. Light bulb. I will, light bulb. Just ding. Yeah, that's, that's what we'll do for those orders. I'm going to reach out to them and see if we can do that. Heck, those orders, every order. Oh, we can do that too. Huh. All right. You heard it here first. We're going to make it happen. It. We're going to try to make that happen. Let's do it. Um, oh my God. Where are we? Oh, break it, Billy. Yeah, I'm here. You're here. Yep. And I'm your, your guy. I'm Jeep surprised I'm here. I've been like in the garage hiatus getting you, shit together. You have. And I, I want to hear about all this because we've both been, over the oh last two gosh. weeks, we've done a lot of stuff. To I've race. just done a lot of Jeep fixing. Yeah. Putting together, finalizing, tweaking. Yeah. Big Red. Yep. Big it's Red coming got together. a huge makeover. Yes. Huge makeover. It's all coming together. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it is all coming together. I mean, I just... just Drooled over it out in the garage. Mm-hmm. Um, are you sure you didn't put any of the axles upside down like you did with your fog lights? <laughs> <laughs> no, everything's right side up. Um, I did find a nick in the copper line of the ARB front. Air oh, sticker. yeah. The the whole front end's got some got some things <laughs> going on. No, it's good. Is it's, it good? It's good now. All right. It just has this auto leveling fluid. <laughs> um, <laughs> auto leveling, which means you overfilled it. It so they say that the sight hole isn't the correct fill line, so you just kind of have to put some in, and then eventually it'll just stop right. coming out because it, it'll come out the. It the, comes out the vent tube because yeah. I guess it's too high for the vent tube, and then it heats up and it pushes the fluid out the top, and yep. air expands, so it's got to breathe and. <laughs> so I mark a little territory and then, yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Until I have to take it apart again to fix the airline. Yeah. So you, It locks. It just spews air. Mm. Yeah, and you don't want it to stay locked. Well, no, it, it unlocks too. It oh, just, does it? Okay. Yeah. So As long as it goes both ways, you're good. It locks and unlocks. It just spews air, which isn't good. Right. Because then it puts bubbles into the diff load, and I don't want that. Right. All right, so my Jeep is all up and correct running. Yes. And we're going to start there, because last week, I went camping yep. out the back of the Jeep, you know, at, at Tobihana State Park, mm-hmm. up in uh, the Pocono area, Mount Pocono area. is. Absolutely gorgeous, beautiful. Took the kid and we went up there and camped out. She was amazing. Uh, she did everything. You, know, it, it, you expect a 16-year-old when you go camping and that much time, they're not going to cooperate a lot. They might be on their phone a lot. They mm-hmm. might be, oh, man, that's not cool. I don't, I don't want to well, do that. You couldn't be on your phone a lot. No, we, we did not have cell service. Which is awesome. It truly it's really nice to unplug and um, just let that go, you know, and, and it was so good. Uh-huh. And then on Saturday, I met you um, yeah. up at AOA. Marie and I. Yeah. Up. Yeah. Yeah. So we knew that it was going to be, you know, a light day for us, that it wasn't going to be heavy light. hitting. Light. Right. And we met the Mainers in the parking lot. Well, our, our friends from Maine. Yeah. Came down. 
And so we met them up and and I, I knew that they were they were helping out our friend Neil. Mm-hmm. So Dan was doing that and so we decided just to go hit a few trails close by. Yep. So that we could swing back by the yeah. trailhead and pick him up. So we did that and had just a blast driving. And then we came back, swapped out everything. They they kind of said, all right, we'll follow you for a little while and then we'll drop off. Because you and I, my whole plan was to teach Lexi how to wheel. Yeah, or drive off-road. Drive off-road. Not like necessarily that. wheel, but... It was getting her her some experience, some experience because she's never done it before. Yep, got her permit, you know, and that's completely legal. And we're following all yes legal yes. Um. So and by by everyone else out there, like we're doing green trails. It's yeah know, reasonable. Yeah, for her, for her. And, and you know, she's been out wheeling with us yep, for for times. years, right? And and even riding shotgun with you quite a bit. Mm-hmm. So she's. She knows the the idea, the gist. Put it but between the two trees, right? That's and don't and hit the over trees. the rock <laughs> and not right. Exactly. Um, and I, it was good because we we started out on bootlegger, and it yeah. was you know it's a fire road type. It's a great fire road, yeah, easy trail. And she was killing it. Yep, killing it. Mm-hmm. And you know she's like, I want to try something a little harder, so. You know, when, when the fork in the road had a steeper climb, she was loved like, it. let's, let's go. We'll climb up the, you know. Yeah. And it was just a switchback, which a switchback in general is. Yeah. It's a difficult, you know, for a novice driver. Yep. But yeah, she handled it great. And right. I had Marie driving at this point too. Right, right. And, and to get her some experience yeah. as well. You know, cause it's, it's great to go up and, and wheel, but it's. Sitting passenger isn't always the most exciting thing to nope. do. Um, and both of them have set passenger plenty. Yes. Right. So it's a good chance to get them both behind the wheel. And then we decided after a while that it's uh, time to try a little more difficult. Yeah. So we took her for some fun on Fern Ridge. Yeah. And Got Fern it. Ridge is, I would say, your easy, like, there's plenty of easy blue through that yeah yeah i mean it's a blue trail it's a blue trail but it's it's a medium difficulty Mm -hmm. it's not it's not an eight of a medium difficulty it's more like a five of a medium difficulty it's got some tight turns and then you know just you gotta know your surroundings and she did great through that yep and marie drove that entire time too right right so it was it was good experience for both of them and you know for me it was kind of interesting to see it through her eyes Mm mm-hmm and you know, kind of talk to her and coach her through that. Yeah. Uh, with you walked beside the jeep for a little while yep, too. Yep. Which is good. And she got used to that, hearing directions and everything. Yep. So it was good. I can't wait to get her jeep built up so that we can go do this together. Yep. You know, she can follow me, and then I can get ahead and come back and and mm-hmm. coach um, her through it. Yep. And then I got to stretch the legs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> stretch the legs on big old red. And that was a lot of fun. Yeah. That was a nice black trail. So it's one of the offshoots up on Fern Ridge. And I still have my sway bars connected. Both front and rear. Yeah. So like it, it got, you know, it had some flex to it to what a stock flex, uh, sway bar would do. Yep. Um, but. Yeah, it got a little tippy. It, not tippy, but like teetery. Yep. Um, between the two tires and just kind of let it ease through stuff and let the Jeep do its job. Yep. Four low, let it kind of just go. And it did phenomenal. Did really well. And I know that trail really well. So I knew tire placement. Um, I knew where to put the, t- you know, the Jeep and it's on 37s. So like yep. I'm used to going through that on forties, Yeah, which is a huge different game. Right. But I'm excited to get back out in big red again and really stretch the legs a little bit more. Um, so with, with that, I wanted to ask you, I think we talked about this a little bit, but I wanted to ask you, you didn't disconnect on it. Is that a thing you're going to stay with or is that something you're going to do in the future get some quick disconnects or so the sway bar length is 
the link length yep. is very long. Okay. So it's a 12 inch link. Oh yeah. 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 Or something so like that. And nobody makes a disconnect that long. Right. So I would have to make something myself. Uh, um, yeah. And also it's easy enough just to go on bolt um, four, three right. quarter inch and you know, done. Yeah. And just take off the front. Um, yeah. I'll probably take it off next time I'm out and yep. just see what it'll do even more. Um, it'll get a lot of flex in the front. I mean, the reason why I kept it on is because, so on the road, it needs it because, um, it'll like, hit bumps it'll be, this it'll be wavy. Yeah, yeah. It gets real wavy. Like um, so I just wanted on it on for, you know, just kind of cruising around and it was nice. Cool. It worked well. Yeah. Dude, I, it was great. Cause I followed you through that trail mm-hmm. and, you know, watching it was interesting because I know that you and I've done that trail before in Big Red, before Big Red was what it is now. Did we? Yeah, yeah, we did. We, yeah, we did. But it was a long time ago. Yep. So it was a different experience watching what you were capable of doing, especially after doing it so many times in, oh my gosh. in the buggy, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, truly, seat time is everything. Yeah, and you, you and I had a, had, a, had a good laugh a little bit later. That, you know, when, when we first go, started going out together so frequently, you weren't comfortable in off-camber situations. Nope. You know, and no, nobody is. Let's no, put that, no, let's no, put no, that no, out no, there. No, nobody no. is. When you get, when you start seeing and feeling weird things and it unloading weirdly. Yeah. 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 But you, you know, when, when especially when we took puddles out, that oh was so gosh. top heavy anyway. Yeah. And that and, thing was actually... F- pretty stable it was for what, for it, what was. it was it was super stable <laughs> sh- but yeah. I, I i know that there have been times where i've walked over and pushed the rear end down so yeah. that <laughs> to keep it from doing weird things weird things um but th- the more you do it the better and more comfortable you get with, oh. with that off camber yeah. feeling and so and it was great to see you just kind of walk through it without i know what like i know what that jk will do now yeah like i know that i can put it pretty pretty sideways then it'll be fine yeah so yeah it, but it, it was great to watch in action because you know i i've done that trail multiple times and i got hung up at the same yeah. place i walked up a tree yeah. weirdly enough but it was you know it was it was good to be out there and and have a good time and just mm-hmm. kind of stretch our legs a little bit because you and i we were passenger seat oh yeah even after that we were we were yeah. in the passenger it was good to be out there. It was, and then you know, nice to see the sights, go around, and yeah. just cruise green trails like the rest of the afternoon. Yeah, you know, saw the top of the mammoth, and saw glacier rocks, and got some photos. Had lunch. Yeah, it was nice. It was nice. And our big thanks to to Dave at, at AOAA. You know, he always just takes good care of us. He runs a great park, and I Porzi, we love you. Yes. Um, it, is Oh, you did one more thing with, with Big Red, like in the last 24 hours. Yeah, so I built a wooden <laughs> platform, like similar to some of the companies out there that make platforms for, yeah. you know, overlanding setup. But I was like, you know what? I can do this myself. Mm-hmm. So I got out the old circular saw. And put on my safety Googles. Yep. First things first. <laughs> first Sa- thing, safety first. Um, no, because it just, sawdust was everywhere. Um, but, you know, test fitting and making sure and figuring it all out and setting it in there, but made a really nice platform for the back of the Jeep. Uh, head over to Instagram, um, break it Billy, and you'll see all the pictures and it's on Facebook as well. Yeah, it looks killer. And, you know, it's very solid. I checked it out before we came on. Yeah, on air. So, I mean, I made sure I wanted. To, I mounted a fridge to it, so I increased some of the the fasteners and yeah, made sure it was going to hold up to some abuse over the next few years. Nice, well done, well done. By the way, Thank and you. I might come over and use some tracing paper and yeah, and absolutely. <laughs> no, I can. Uh, we'll just turn it upside down and trace it. There we go. I love it. Figure it out. What's coming up on the episode, we're going to talk about cooling systems, in particular a problem that I was having, and maybe ways for you to troubleshoot your cooling issues if you have any.
do, let's talk about some of our partners. Absolutely. So let's start this off with um, Cold Case. Yeah, right? let's do that. And Cold Case Radiators supports the podcast in many different ways. Many. By keeping our Jeeps cool yes. as possible. Yes. Uh, out on the trail and out on the highway. So if you're looking for that discount code, it is Jeep. Um, it hold is on. Jeep Life. Jeep Life. That's what it is. I didn't have it up in front of me, <laughs> of course. But also that code translates over into pipes exhaust as well. And, you know, for that great throaty sound in your Jeep, or if you're looking for something a little bit tamer, uh, their new, I think it's Street Edition. Yeah, I don't know the name. I, I should. We should know the name. We should know the name of it. Um, but I absolutely love the trail... Uh, clearance the high clearance yep that they give you um and that is jeep life as well over at pipe sex host i mean it's what it's it's what it's written down at Hmm. pipe sex host.com exhaust (laughs) pipes exhaust oh pipes exhaust you really com. wanted to call that one out, didn't you? <laughs> You've been waiting. I've been. For I've. That. I've had it in my pocket for a while, and I've. I've just wanted to, to get that out there. Oh, <laughs> that's like the way I read it house. every time. You're wearing your t-shirt, or Lexi's wearing her t-shirt. <laughs> I, oh, jeez, Terry. <laughs> and now you won't be able to see it any other no, way no, than no. pipes. Dave, Dave, I think you might need to put uh, a hyphen or an underscore in your <laughs> the title in your. Uh, oh, jeez! Oh, yeah, that's that's definitely going in. Make a note. <laughs> oh, uh, hey, and if you're looking to get a little blown up, ah. Head over to the power tanks. Oh, yeah. Get it blown up. Get it blown up. Extra inflation, extra quick. Yeah. And also, if you need to fill your shocks or do your trim work and you don't want to carry around that giant compressor, a 10-pound power tank does wonders Wonders. for a nail gun. Ooh. (laughs) Gonna get nailed, are you? Yep. Nice. So, and... They have a discount code of Jeep Life Pod 15 for 15% off a complete system at checkout. Jeep Life Pod 15 over at the power tanks. Yep. I love it. Oh, that Rock Slide Engineering discount. You did some. Oh, I did some. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Yep. Um, Jeep Life Pod for fifteen percent on their amazing projects: step sliders, um, the tailgate tables, bumpers, you name it. Um, go get it, RockSlideEngineering.com, and get that fifteen percent discount off of there. Um, off camber lighting gives a twenty percent discount over at their website at Jeep Life Pod, and our good friend Huddy, um, his beard bomb. I'm I'm working on it again, so I'm gonna be using. You'll be using again. again. Yeah. I I haven't used it in a couple of days. I've been down and out. I haven't shaved. I haven't done any kind of face maintenance. <laughs> no grooming whatsoever. Um, but when you do decide to groom, go to Jeep Life Pod or go to Huddy'sBeardBomb.com <laughs> and put in Jeep Life Pod as ten percent off of that order. All right, we got some news. There's some news. There is some news. I heard there are some recalls. Yeah, and and that's kind of typical with with the automotive industry is Always. to have some kind of recall going some, on. Just an airbag or yeah. a steering wheel sensor or, you know, something that can make you crash and die. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, you don't want that. So 2023, 22, 23, 4xEs yep. um, are being recalled um, due to power failure. Power failure? You mean like... Bloop, 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 bloop. Pretty much. Pretty oh, much. Oh. It, 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 the Jeep will go into full power limp mode, more, more, more than limp mode. And it's all because of a weak fastener that holds in that 20 amp or 200 amp fuse. Oh, wow. A weak right. fastener. Yeah. 
Sounds like you got a bad screwed. Yeah, it definitely, you know, limp mode with that. Um, but that that is out. Go to your dealer if you have one. They're gonna they're gonna screw you. They they're gonna fix that that <laughs> fastener and they're gonna screw you. If they see anything else wrong, like a a bad cell or some kind of, they fix that. As they're well. gonna fix that as well. Yeah. Um. So it it's always good to you know when these kind of things happen, make sure to talk to your dealer. Have them tell you everything that they're doing mm-hmm. before they do it. Yep. Um. Just to make sure you're getting all your T's crossed and I's dotted. With that news, uh, we had a question um, earlier on the chat. Uh oh. And um, I'm going to bring it up on the screen. It says, Why do you think Jeep has been silent <clears throat> on the 2024 Gladiator? Um, out at Easter Jeep Safari. Because they're not changing it. They're. they're it was out there. The I mean, there were the same well, kind of twenty twenty four updates that the JL was the entertainment, the grill, the entertainment, the dash. other stuff, the dash. <coughs> so, all right, guys, if you don't know this out there, Jeeps are Legos, and yep. literally they're Legos from the factory. <laughs> yep. Yep. So, when you look at a JK, if you look at the center section of a JK and like the frame between a two-door and a four-door, it's literally the front section's the same, the rear section's the same. They just put a different cross member in the middle. Yep. They put a different drive shaft. Front is all the same. Yep. They're Legos, guys. It's just, that's why you can make a, a JLL and this, that, and the other thing is because you can cut and weld and mash. Yeah, and and the Gladiator is no different. So the Gladiator is the front half of a, of a JL yep. from the passenger or the front, you know, driver's seat forward, a or B pillar forwards, all the same. Pretty much, yeah. Ish, and then they just put on a different back half. Yep. So I, when you when you read about the the updates to the JL, pretty much translate that right into yep. the 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 yep. Gladiator. Yep, yep, yep. There is. Um, talk and it's it's i think it's actually been announced about the new inline six yes the hurricane and that'll probably go into gladiator i i don't know about that give it an i we might have to give it a little bit longer i i i don't know that power frames might be good for it i don't know um i'm waiting for the power frames fine i think epa emissions is that the other thing that has to pass right it might be another year or two yeah um, I'm waiting for four by E in the, in the gladiator. Ah, uh, okay. We'll see. I don't know. It, I, I, I think they're waiting about towing with that. Yeah. I think there's a towing thing going on. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know, but I hope that answers your question on that. Look at that real time updates. Um, cool. Some listener feedback. We love that. <laughs> I got a lolly. He's got a lolly. So I'm going to do some of this. Uh, we get Both of these are from YouTube, and we love it. I mean, we get a lot of little YouTube stuff, but I wanted these two just jumped out at me. Um, Antonio Jones says, you are the goat. God bless you. Got this done with the weighted rubber hammer. Works just the same. Didn't have to worry, but scratching the paint. He was talking about um, our video on um, the door hinge. Yeah. Um, liners yep, and getting those out doing Delrin door yeah. hinge replacement liner. Yeah. So that, that's really cool. Thanks for that. Chris H wrote us writing this up to really appreciate your content on YouTube. Just subbed your, you, your channel yesterday. YouTube rema- recommended me one of your vids. How about that? Huh? The affiliate show walkthrough video was a great one. Keep making nice content. That was a fun video. Yeah, it was. It was being good. able to walk around and you know show Reaper and show all the other rigs and jeeps and trucks and cars. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So thanks to that. Um, if you have feedback for us, we actually almost did a, a listener question show tonight because we have enough um, emails. But we'd love to have more of your emails at info at jeeplifepodcast dot com. Give us feedback, mm-hmm. ask us questions, all that stuff. Send that out. Yeah, man. All right, where are we going? Well, 
June 7th to the 11th. Yeah. I think it's coming up. No, that's supposed to be the 9th to the 11th. Is it? Oh, it is the 9th. 9th to the 11th is the Bantam Jeep Festival in Butler, Pennsylvania, which is actually kind of like Slippery Rock, Pennsylvania, too. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of between two towns in some country area. Um, but that is a Jeep Festival in, you know, Butler was the birthplace. Oh, uh, where it began, where it all where began. Where it all began. So. It, one of the early... Early factories. Yes. Yeah. So, super cool. And uh, I'll see you guys out there at the Quadratech tent. Go by and see Breaky Billy. Yep. I'll be there. Big Red will be there. Nice. Yep. And then July 14th to the 16th is New Jersey Jeep Invasion in Wywood, New Jersey. Uh, will we see Ooh. you there? Yes. You're going? Yeah. Cool. I'm going. Awesome. Yeah, things have changed. I'm, I'm going, going too. Nice. Are we going to have a booth? <laughs> we're not going to be in the same place, though. Where are you going to be? I'm a, that is to be TBD. Okay. <laughs> um, but I will be there. We'll let you know. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be walking around making videos and seeing the things and doing the do's. I'll have Big Red, so we're going to be showing her off, and she'll be all shined up. So stop by and say hi. Yeah, please do. July 22nd uh, to the 23rd is PA Jeeps All Breeds Jeep Show in Carlisle, Pennsylvania. Awesome. It's going to be a hot one. Always, <laughs> always is. is. Ugh. Yeah. But it's always a good one. I'm debating on camping. Camping. Yeah. yeah. I've done that a couple times. And yeah. It's, it's fun when we'll it's see. not too hot. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. See how that goes. Um, August 24th to the 26th is Great Smoky Mountain Jeep Invasion. Woo! Woo, 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 woo. And we will be there. Yes. So we'll see you there. We'll see you there. Cool. And then the 27th is the Warren Ride at oh, Windrock yeah. Park. Yeah. Which is always the day after Great Smoky Mountain Jeep Invasion. And then August 24th to the 27th is Ocean City Jeep Week. In Ocean City, Maryland. Yeah, so, I, I hate that those two there. Um, collide because I'd like to I go know. to both of them. Well, maybe next year we'll go to Ocean City Jeep Week. Yeah, maybe do the Jeep, th- do the beach thing instead of the mountain thing. Switch it over. Yep. Do whatever we can do. All right. So I'm going to set the stage here. All right. I got a check engine light on my Jeep, mm-hmm. and it was that the thermostat was stuck in the open position. So what that means is usually you're having a um, heating up issue. Okay. So your Jeep can't reach temperature in the proper amount of time. So okay. that's yep. how that code right. is triggered. Right. Um, because if the thermostat is closed, that means that the water, get the coolant stays in your engine and starts to warm up, and then as it warms up, the thermostat opens, and it can pull, it can push the coolant into the radiator to start the cooling process, so it drops the temperature again, yep. and then brings it all up and again. Ish. Yep. Not much temperature difference, but yes, that's kind of how that code is triggered. So I got it fixed. Okay. You fix the thermostat, put a new yep. one in. put a new thermostat in. Okay. I personally didn't, but... One of our friends did. Yep. Um, and almost immediately, day or two later, it was overheating. Hmm. Put a new thermostat. Took it back. They put a new thermostat in it. They warranted the work. Um, and rinse and repeat. We did this like four times. Okay. And including a trip to the dealership. Which, Yeah. Um, and they literally jumped right past they everything. Went, they went to blown head gasket. Yeah. They went to a bomb, atomic bomb. Yeah. They're like, oh, so I'm, I'd already been without my Jeep a lot. Yeah. And I was, things were, things were rough. I was frustrated. Yep. And I call up Bill and I, Bill. Well, yeah, you know. We've, we've, we've got it. They, they call me break out. it, Billy, but also in when in turn of breaking things, you learn to fix things. Yes. So I have an alter ego called fix it, Billy. Yeah. And he comes out often. He does. And 
often and <laughs> usually know what I'm talking about. Yeah, and and ego ego of flying. Well, I have this thing called process of elimination. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so uh, to that Which point, is like dumbfounding to dealerships. To that point, I worked as a service technician in another industry. Yep. And I know how to troubleshoot shit. Yeah. I'm just really good at troubleshooting engines and motors and cars, trucks, vehicles, anything. All the stuff they did, I knew wasn't the solution. Yep. And what they were talking about was literally jumping to the biggest conclusion. Dumbest conclusion. And that that still wouldn't have solved the problem. Wait, hold on. They had evidence that told them that it wasn't that. Yeah, right, 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 right. They performed a chem test, yes. chemical test, yes. which is basically they put a chemical on top of your um, thermostat, and it has a bleeder valve in it, so it releases pressure and air into this chemical. And as that happens, if the air has certain chemicals in it or byproducts yes. of boiling steam, it changes colors. Ch- right. And it tells you that you have a blown head gasket. That wasn't happening, and they're like, oh, you have blown head gasket. Yeah. So there's two things with a blown and head gasket. And there's no oil in your there's coolant. There's no oil in the coolant, right. And no coolant in the oil. Right. Everything was clean. Clean. So we shouldn't jump to that conclusion. And you have compression, and it wasn't running bad. No. It so was it has r- perfect perform, compression, yes. per, performed fine in every mode. So I went and picked it up from them, and I said, you're not going to do any more work. But while I'm there, I picked up a couple parts. Right, well, (laughs) because I told you it's these couple of things. Yeah. So let's let's talk about how you got to there. Because we we did, the the chem test shows one thing. So I don't need to run a chem test. I don't need to do any of that. Yeah. Basically, let's talk about first the components of a cooling system. We're going to start off very simple. You have a thermostat. Yep. which is a uh, thermo-controlled valve. Right, and the spring is made of a certain metal, right? It's, it's, there's actually like a gel in there. Oh, okay. And a, a material that expands and contracts at certain temperatures. All right. It's kind of like a, a, um, a regular therm, uh, like a thermometer. Yeah, yeah. You know, the mercury, or now not mercury, not mercury but, but some but, yeah. other material. Right. I don't know what it is. Um, it expands and contracts. So they have that basically in a valve that is with a spring that opens and closes. Um, that controls, you know, the flow of coolant through your system. Yep. You have a water pump. Yep. Right. That pushes your coolant throughout the system. Yep. Uses the pulley. It uses a, it, they're always serpentine dri- belt driven yep. it has a pulley on the front of your motor with a set of bearings and an impeller or some type of um pump almost like a turbine yes a turbine yes um and then you know there's the coolant which is the fluid yep. that moves throughout your engine and transfers heat through from the engine into your radiator yep. which your radiator is a um set of fins and uh, tubes that transfer the heat from the air to the water and water to air. Yep. Um, and then there's all the tubing. Yep. Right? Yep. All the hoses. All the all hoses, the- yep. this, that, and the other. There is your uh, radiator cap. That can actually be a problem. It can be a problem. Um, radiator caps are designed to hold a certain amount of pressure. Yep. And they also have a backflow valve on them. So the backflow valve is a little piece of metal that allows the coolant to be sucked from your uh, reservoir into the system. So when you have air pockets, it pushes it out because your pressure is going to increase at that point. Yep. Um, your air, as it heats up, it gains pressure. So it pushes past the, the seal. Um, but if that doesn't work right, you can actually overpressure the system. So if you have too much pressure, it increases your temperature because temperature is a byproduct of, um, you know, uh, volume and, um, yep. the heat and everything with air. So, and then if that doesn't release, you can build high temps or if it releases too soon, you can, you know, not, um, get air bubbles into your system. Yep. So, you know, 
going through and looking at your Jeep, I was like, okay, turn it on. Let's see. Heat it up. Squeeze your top hose. Usually, as your Jeep is heating up and it gets the temperature, you can, you know, with your hand, bare hand, you can kind of feel the hose. Don't hold on to it, obviously. It's going to be warm. It's warm to the touch. But you can feel if there's flow going through that. There's turbulence in that water or coolant moving through antifreeze, moving through those tubes. Um, If you squeeze it and you don't feel any turbulence, there's no flow, right? Right, right. So when I squeezed yours, I didn't feel anything. Nada. It was hot. There was fluid in it. I could feel that there was was full. It was full. Yeah. And actually, it was starting to build pressure, pressure. Yep. as the it's getting hotter and hotter. So, okay, no flow. Hmm. Well, a couple of things. Water pump. Water pump's spinning, so maybe the impeller broke off. Um, the impeller is basically just a set of fins that move water or the antifreeze from one cavity to the other. Yep. Um, but there's another thing that's very important in our situation here. And it's there's a set of gaskets that actually block off certain cavities in our motor. Yep. Well, there are seals on this gasket that make sure that pressure or the flow doesn't you know, pass through sections of this cavity. Right. And that was one of your issues. Yeah. So your water pump gasket can be an issue if... It goes bad. the The rubber separates from the metal, um, and that was one of the issues that we had. Yeah. So, and then also on top of it, I looked at your water pump, and that was starting to fail. I saw there was a crack building on the impeller. Yeah. So that was an issue. We replaced the water pump, um, and then on top of it all, I think we had a bad thermostat again. Yes. So your thermostat wasn't opening fast enough. Yes, it was opening a little bit but not enough. Right. And then also on top of it, it just wasn't, you know, it would take a higher temp to open all the way. Right. Um, so we replaced the thermostat. We replaced your water pump. We replaced the water pump gasket. Yep. Um, completely drained the system, burped the system. Air pockets in your coolant system is very problematic. It's yes. not good. Um, and then also on top of all of this, you had two of your idler pulleys. Yeah. Idle pulleys yeah going bad there's bearings um and over time they just start to wear out so it it was interesting because when we took the water pump out and we tried to spin the impeller it it didn't didn't spin it didn't i i feel like there were bearing issues the bearings were starting to go bad and i think the pressure that that caused probably or or vice versa um it can put drag on a motor and it and it Certainly, you get less did. gas mileage. Yeah, you get like a mile less because it is putting a lot of drag on the motor. So if you have two idler pulley bearings that are bad, your water pump idler, your water pump bearings oh, yeah. to go bad. That's a lot of drag on a motor. Yeah, and p- yes, not in the grand scheme of things, but like it is. It, it, you know, probably, and I, I, I know for a fact that my gas mileage has improved a little bit. Right, it, even, 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 even a half a mile, even a half a mile. Right. Is a big deal. We drive Jeeps, damn it. (laughs) (coughs) Let's try to get all those miles out. Um, But it was interesting when we pulled it off and and, (laughs) and took a look at it. The gasket itself, it was clear that where the impeller was. There was like pitting at the bottom of the impeller or where it's supposed to be. And, uh, you know, that's supposed to be a smooth surface so that water flows through it smoothly nicely and then the gasket obviously wasn't allow the right pressure or allowing seepage into another area yeah and now even though it didn't seep out of the sealed um cooling environment it's seeping to another part of the environment which was changing the flow So what happens is basically as this coolant wasn't be able there wasn't the suction from the impeller that was be able to you know it sucks from one cavity and pushes to the other yes. one. Yes. And then what was happening is that since there was a there was the bottom of the seal was actually allowing that bypass. Yep. And it wasn't being able to create that suction. It's like a pool vacuum. Yeah. Almost. It's kind of. So we really. got it all back together. 
burped the system. I burped it twice, boiled it over once, and now a three six is notorious. Oh, you gotta that thing runs. You gotta run it for four hours to burp it. Yeah, and it, it it's notorious for running hot. It, Jeep actually designed the system to run a little well, bit warmer. No, they're yeah. Uh, Three sixes are designed to run in the, like the two twenty range. Yeah, it's common. But I was, I was idling at three twenty one. Yeah. And now you're idling at two ten. Yeah. It's yep. it's awesome. I highway speeds at two fifteen. I'm yep. golden. And even like you said, the last ten days have been yeah. fairly warm. And so, like, here's some other things. As I'm going through a coolant system. I feel as though that the impeller design that they use isn't the best. I mean, I feel as though the cooling system isn't the best. I feel as the flow in the thermostat, you know, they use a really poor design in that. I think, you know, there is upgrades to make to that coolant system. And obviously your radiator is a huge upgrade you can make. Yeah. So if you're looking for a better radiator, head over to cold case. Yeah. I'm already up. running a cold case. Right. So I, and that was that was half the battle. I was like, "Is it's not the ra- radiator because like there was no leaks, there's no there leaks, nothing, nothing." And, and and you weren't didn't have a you know it wasn't all muddy. You don't get muddy. I I did everything. I pulled you know event yeah. um what 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 are those things called in the front in the grill the, the oh your um grill inserts grill inserts. I pulled those out. I I carefully sprayed every fin to make sure it was. The flow was, air was able to go through yeah. all three of those um, radiator type um, things on the front. That wasn't the problem. Your and transmission cooler, your um, AC, AC con- condenser, and your radiator. Yeah, I knew all three of those were clear, no mud. I'm, I I avoid mud like the plague yeah, anyway. Man, so do I. Um, I don't like that shit. Tears up bearings. <laughs> it, it, it's not hey, good. Hey, speaking of bearings also, your idler pulley, your you know water pump pulley bearings, if they all go bad, it could tear up a belt. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Like serpentine belt gone, then you lose your you know your alternator, you lose your coolant, you lose right. your uh, power steering. Oh, yeah. It's problematic. Which, that's another subject <laughs> that, that we should probably do on a topic is power uh, steering. You need a cooler, man. I know, I know. I, I need to be cooler. You just need to be cooler. Well, I think we're gonna work on that. All right. Uh, because I need a I need a power steering cooler as well. I I like um, the the systematic approach that you had to this, and you and I talked through everything before you took so, the first bolt. Hold off. on, hold on. Let's backtrack. Yeah. What is my background? Oh, you're an engineer. I'm an engineer. Yeah. So when you're an engineer, what do they teach you? Uh. I don't know. I, I'm not I'm, an engineer. I'm looking for something very specific. And friends out there, look the, this up. Scientific method. Yeah, yeah. Scientific method. I approach every problem with a Jeep with the scientific method. There you go. Process of elimination. Yeah. Create, observe, yeah. theorize. So we, we do the same thing in the, in the technical world. We do like split half searches. Yeah. Let's eliminate these. And why are we eliminating those? So we want to be able to talk through why we do that. And then what's left, those are the yep. the failures, right? Um, and also, I like overthinking everything. <laughs> I'm an yeah. engineer. Yeah. Um, but no, it was great to be able to talk through. And we pretty much you had it solved before we took the first bolt off but they couldn't see I knew the gasket what it was. you couldn't see the no. gasket i knew that your flow was the issue so it was a water pump you know the impeller broke off something i you know, like as soon as i pulled the thermostat i was like okay you know i tested the thermostat first of all. oh yeah so right, I took right heat, heat gun. gun yeah here's some you know trick lighter heat gun some type of heat source a thermostat should be able to like with a solid heat gun Open in thirty seconds. Yep. Right on it. You know. Yeah. It should open. Your thermostat took a solid ninety seconds to open, Mm. and it didn't even open all the way. Oh. (laughs) It it didn't open with enthusiasm. Oh, it was was very uh, right. So subpar. There, there are things to do now. Unfortunately, with the coolant system. When you have to pull the coolant. 
th- that's it. You have to drain it the coolant. Sucks. It's a pain in the ass. Get it's a messy. tub. It's go go to Walmart, Home Depot, yeah. Costco. Pay the ten dollars. Buy the you know the tub that you can put under your axle. Yep. If you have to lift the axle, lift it, but just put a tub underneath of it and catch everything. Because it's going everywhere. It goes everywhere. <laughs> right. It sounds like a waterfall. Yeah. No matter what, because every design of... Here's, here's a better design for you. We need a valve that points down. Yes. Because Not every back. valve points backwards or <laughs> yeah. forwards or sideways into a cross member. We need a valve that points down. Down. Yes. Or at or least a hose off hose, of it that goes yes, down. A yeah. hose. Let's get the coolant. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, on top of that, as soon as you pull the water pump, it's... It, it's out it's anyway. It's just waterfall yeah. all over the place. And there's no graceful way to do that. Nope. It's going to come out. It comes out. I mean, it's I... like after Taco Bell. It just comes <laughs> out. It just comes out. <laughs> this was an expensive, and I do mean expensive... Process for so me. we had to replace a lot of parts here. So we replaced. Had I just gone with you from the beginning, it would have been not, way less expensive. It would have been like way less expensive because I, I spent just I spent a lot of money. Yes, I spent money for the initial repair. Yes, I spent a shit ton of money at the dealer. Yes, which you got some money. back. I did get some money back, but not enough to Maybe, to make me yeah. feel super comfortable about it. So we replaced two idler pulleys, a water pump, water pump gasket, a thermostat, and replaced two, what, what are they, like five, four quarts? Yeah. So eight quarts of... Parts alone that we did, you and I did... They're not bad. I I was under $300 with all that, all that. And I actually bought the water pump from Mopar. Yeah. Um... But had had we just started there, sorry, man. No, it's it's not your fault. It uh, whatever. But do yourself a favor. Open a garage, hey guys. Let me know. Should I open a garage? Do yourself a favor out there. Think through things. Is is there a leak? Is it leaking somewhere? Process of elimination. Leak. Uh, Do you have air in your system? Is there a bubble? Um, is, when you open up your cap, is there a whole bunch, you know, is it not filled? Um, is there flow? Um, is there oil in your coolant? Well, that's a bad problem. Does your coolant have oil in it? Yeah. Or is your, you know, yeah. but observe everything. Yep. Does everything kind of point you in the right direction? Mm-hmm. Even if it eliminates some things. Uh-huh. But also, you know, coolant systems are important. Go to a trusted professional. Yeah. And yeah, they say dealerships are trusted, but they're not always right. Yeah, they get no. a second opinion, let's put it that way. There we go. That's get a the second way to put opinion. It. That And is, I'm not saying I'm the most, you know, opinionated, but uh, <laughs> um Best way to bleed the air out of system out without the special tool? Go buy the special tool. Get the thirty or forty dollar funnel thing. Yeah, it's they sell them at AutoZone. Go buy the special tool. It's worth it. Every penny. It's that, or you got to like rig a water bottle with some duct tape because you, <laughs> right. the, the whole thing is you're you're raising the level, the top level of the system. Yes, for the coolant. So you need the tool to raise that level up. Yep. Above the entire motor. Yep. I mean, I actually let your system sit overnight with just way filled. I came back out and it was empty. Yeah. Like the funnel was empty. Um, I filled it back up. I went back. I went to work that day, came back. It was empty again. So it, it bleeds itself. Yeah. Yep. But like, yeah, you just got to do it. You just got to do it. And yes, the tool is necessary. It's it's worth. I mean, you can get it on Amazon for forty actually bucks, 30, go, 40 bucks. Probably go on Amazon. You might be able yeah. to find it for twenty now. Yeah, maybe. And mark the pieces that work for the Jeep because you're <laughs> never going to find them again. Thanks, Dave. Yeah, right. <coughs> well, you know, I appreciate all your efforts with this, and it it man, I I got to tell you, every day I I don't even check the t- the temperature now because you don't it stays, need to. It, it stays right in the middle of the the gauge. I'm all good. I'm all happy. Climbing hills and all that stuff, done. Ooh, all right. So, 
we have a new listener voicemail number. Yeah. Um, but where can people find us? I want everybody to head over to our link tree. L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E backslash Jeep Life Podcast. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E backslash Jeep Life Podcast. Yes. And you will get hooked up with all of our links. YouTube. We do have a YouTube page. You can subscribe to our YouTube page now if you want to help out the podcast. It's going to go a long way. And also, if you are in the top two levels, you get an an invite to the fan ride. And I think we're going to do that in October at AOAA. Um, It's going to be a great time hanging out with Jeep Life Podcast. It's going to be a whole weekend event. We're going to do some camp and we're going to do some hanging out. Um, also there's Patreon. If you'd like to support the podcast in another way, um, there's articles always being posted up there and everything like that. And let's see what else. Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Uh, that's it. Everywhere. Everywhere. And you can find us on every platform. Yeah. And we appreciate all of our, um, subscribers and our Patreons and the people who, um, Take care of us. We appreciate yeah. it so much. Uh, I really don't have anything. Thanks to our amazing, amazing um, title sponsor at Armorlite. Thanks to those guys. GoArmorlite.com. All of our partners are amazing. Make sure to check them out. Use our discount codes. Um, helps us. Helps them. Yeah, and share it on, on social medias. Let, let them know how much you love them. Heck yeah. And for Breakability and Jeep and Terry, here's a big Jeep. We've...